You're listening to the Townsville Chamber cast. Essential information, ideas and news that matters to the business community of Townsville. We would like to thank our show partner, Adits, for making this podcast possible. Adits are a local IT provider with one purpose, to implement effective technology solutions which empower their customers to achieve their mission. You can find out more about how they can support you and your business over on their website, adits.com.au. A-D-I-T-S dot In this episode, Townsville Chamber's CEO, Ross McLennan, sits down with AEC's senior economist, Jonathan Pavetto, to discuss a recent presentation Jonathan made at the final Chamber on Tap event for 2021. In his presentation, Jonathan flipped our view on just going local at a retail outlet, but just as importantly, highlighted the need to go local with our professional services. Welcome, Ross and Jonathan. Thank you, Claire, and um, thank you, Jonathan, for for joining us after a great chamber on tap down there at Tiny Mountain Brewery uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, obviously, you got the crowd talking down there, and we thought, what a perfect opportunity to, to delve a little deeper into what you were talking about, or anyone that uh, couldn't make it on the night. I think it was a sellout. Uh, so um, thanks for joining us in the studio today. Thanks for having us, Ross. So, Jonathan, when you um, when you started your talk, and, and what's really exciting about uh, doing this, and when you were talking to us, you, you flipped the whole going local as the traditional go to the retail shop, support someone local, which we all know is really important. But what you sort of spun into that was you really highlighted the importance of um, of professional services in our city. And, and a bit later in the podcast, you got some pretty amazing numbers to to break down on that. But but I guess to to sort of get us started, just give us a little bit of a, an introduction into the economics of buying locally and, and I guess what, what that exactly means here in Townsville. Yeah, thanks, Ross. So when it comes to, to buying local, really, it's it's just about the economy. So when we look at how the economy works, um, you would go to a shop, um, and we can use retail because it's a nice and easy example, but it applies to every part of the economy, uh, where you go to a shop and you buy something from somebody, but then that shopkeeper pays wages to somebody and, and also buys their goods from somewhere else, and, and the wholesaler buys their product from a manufacturer, and the manufacturer buys raw materials. Um, so every dollar that goes through the retail shop goes throughout the economy. And when we talk about going local, it's about making sure that the money that's going through that economy stays locally. So you can help by your spending by shopping local, but you can also, as a shop owner or as a business owner, make sure that your purchases are local as well to keep your money cycling through the economy. That's really important because really for every a dollar that you spend in, in retail cycles through the economy and turns into about a dollar forty three. And that goes not just in the retailers' pockets, but goes up into other areas of the economy like healthcare, professional services, transport, education. Uh, finance, etc. So going local in the economy really means about cycling the spend and cycling money through the economy at a local level to make sure it's stimulating businesses in a local context. And it keeps going along exactly right. And you and you also mentioned there's a in your presentation you sort of talk the golden rules, if you like, about about how to how to grow an economy. And if we get the fundamentals of going local right, um, some of these will make perfect sense to people. Yes, so there's there's a few golden rules for the econ- to growing the economy, and and really the first thing you can do is increase your purchasing power locally. So that means you can either increase the population, so you've got more people buying the same goods, or you can increase incomes, which means people are spending more money on goods potentially. The second part is you can um, grow the value of your exports. So you can export more things, you can sell more things outside the region, or you can increase the value of those exports. Uh, For example, not just 
selling um, cattle as an example, but you can also sell beef, which is a higher value. So mm-hmm. that's increasing the value of your exports. But I guess what's really important here in terms of going local is by trying to avoid imports. So doing things locally that can easily be done locally, that you're not sending money outside the region or outside the city for. Yeah. So, I mean, you did make a very sort of valid point. Like we, we can't do everything locally, can we? But we can be smarter about how we do things locally. Yeah, well, well, it's just a fact of life. Not everything exists everywhere. So, mm. for example, in Townsville, our biggest import is raw metal ore. And that makes sense because we've got our refineries here. But we don't have that ore here. We've got to bring that in from the northwest. So mm. that's an import that we take. But as a city and as a region, we make money on that because we value add it and we export it. Um, and that's how we bring income into our economy. Um, so that fact of life. We can't do everything locally, but there are certain things that we can do locally. And when we bought, uh, are about $7.3 billion. And what are they mainly made up of? So this is things that we're doing here and we're potentially sending away or, or we're specialising in here and, and, and they're seen as, a, as an export, if you like. Um, so the big one for our city is defence. About yes. $2 billion of economic activity out of Townsville is attributed to defence. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I mentioned metal manufacturing earlier. That's an extra billion dollars of export earnings that we're getting from our metals exports, which is a fantastic new story for our city. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Ergon's headquarters here in the city, and that generates about $400 million of activity for our city by having Ergon doing their network services from Townsville. Mm-hmm. I guess that really underscores the importance of having these corporate headquarters in the city, which I know you've been passionate about before, Ross. Um, other things in our in our city, like tertiary education, bring in other $300 million. And other things like rail and road transport bring in um, around $350 million. And that's by businesses being based here in Townsville, but providing services outside of Townsville. Yeah, and, and you mentioned beef there before. I know we've got a you know an abattoir here. That, that's no small footprint either. No, at you know roughly $95 million a year in economic output for the region. It's Our abattoir is very important for our economy. Yeah, so it, we bring things into the city and all of these things like, you know, even accommodation, we throw that in there as well, um, adds up to around about $7.3 billion. But you, you did say the economy was worth... 14 billion. So what does that mean? Uh, well, it means that we're consuming things in the economy and, and, and consuming activity locally. Mm. But what the reason why we look at imports and exports is because like even your household budget, you want to make sure that there's more money coming in than going out. Mm. And on the going out side of things, um, which is money we're spending on imports, unsurprisingly, our biggest is metal ores. But our second biggest at half a billion dollars a year is professional services. And they're things that we definitely could be doing locally. So professional services are the second biggest input into Townsville. That's correct, yeah. And so when we say professional service, we're talking, you know, accountants, lawyers, engineers. Architects, yep. Those, okay. Even economists, those, okay. sort, those economists, sorts of roles. Well, that's, uh, they're incredibly important. But, you know, IT services, things like that, we are, we've got businesses here in town that do these things. We've got firms that are set up here to do these things, but we are importing half a billion dollars a year, did you say? That's right. Um, Half a billion dollars a year, $500 million. As a city, we're spending on businesses outside our region on services that can be supplied locally. Right. So if we sort of start to look at that in context, what what other services here? You know, what about um, other things like finance, banking, insurance? Like these are all professional services, aren't they? Yeah, so we've got, I mean, there's there's two parts to the story. We've yep. got the knowledge-based industries, which are the professional services and which are the lawyers, the accountants, the bankers, the architects, the engineers, those sorts of roles that mm-hmm. you spoke about. But there's also services that we can be doing locally that we're not. Um, and they're things like 
Um, healthcare is a big one. IT is another big one. Um, real estate and property management, um, education. These are things that are services provided in the economy that we could be um, could be providing locally, but we're, we're we're quite gleefully sending a lot of money out of the city for. Out of the city for, and we we do have these services here. But we, as a, I guess, as a business community, small and large, are, are making a conscious decision to to get the accountant from Sydney to do our our books, or or get the lawyer from from Brisbane to represent us. But I know you, you know, economists, great to uh, put some of these numbers into the the magic machine. What 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 actually happened when you started looking at these professional services and and actually doing them here? So if we turn the sort of that the half a billion dollars a year in the knowledge-based industries that we import into our city and we turn that into our local economy. We're talking about three and a half thousand jobs in our CBD directly, office jobs, well-paying jobs that we could have that we otherwise don't have because we're choosing not to do things locally. So we're sending three and a half thousand jobs out of Townsville every year because we're not using the professional services options we have here. Yeah, that's just the direct jobs. So if you look at the professional services and and the way that they spend money in the economy so on commercial real estate on professional services themselves on things that they pay salaries to and their employees yep. um, which means that there's more demand so they need to put on more staff um, and the money that is spent just cycles through the economy yeah right so but that's just the the knowledge inputs that you you spoke about so there was a there was another section there the um, the service inputs as well so the property management finance that sort of sector as well with this with this professional services I guess yeah well with professional services once we start grouping um, all the different pieces together whether it's banking insurance employment services travel um, health or health services that's a, that combines up to around 800 million dollars a year that we're not spending locally. And once we look at what are the what's the, the jobs value for that $800 million, it's around 4,700 jobs in quite good services, service industries that could be done locally. Yeah, right. So, like, so, you know, we've, there's been this talk for years about, you know, redeveloping the CBD and, and ideas and, and, you know, whilst, whilst big infrastructure projects are, are really, really important, it's also important to acknowledge what's actually, actually going out of our city via the decisions we're all actually making um, in, in for, for whatever reason there might be a, a multitude of reasons why we're we're sourcing this knowledge somewhere else but I guess the great thing about your presentation was to actually stop and and think about what the ramifications of those decisions are you might think it's it's you know it's quite innocent I'll get a, an architecture firm in Brisbane to do the renos on the house mm-hmm. um, or you think oh it's 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 no biggie I'll just go and get my laser surgery eyes done on the sunshine coast mm-hmm. and you think oh well that's that doesn't matter much but once you add it up across the economy with everyone doing that that has really big implications on job opportunities locally has really big implications on everybody's business because we're stripping demand out of the economy. Um, and it has pretty, pretty big implications on places like our CBD, which could be a lot more vibrant and could have a lot more uh, vitality to it and a lot more diversity in, in its offering if we decided to be spending our money here. So in a nutshell, those two combined, what sort of numbers popped out when you combine those two sectors in the professional services? Um, well, I'll, I'll start that by adding a bit of context. Yep. Within our CBD area, there's around 12,000 full-time equivalent jobs that are there at the moment. Okay. 
if we folded in all of the professional services, the knowledge-based industries, if we folded in all the service industries, uh, both directly and indirectly, we could be growing our CBD to around 33,000 jobs. Now, that's a very substantial gap for us from that's, where we are now with 12,000 jobs. It's almost three times. It's Yeah, it's it's nearly a trebling of our CBD jobs and, and positions. Could you imagine our city if our CBD was three times bigger? Well, and, and I mean, I guess, you know, these are these are all modelling, they're all numbers, they're, they're, you put something in, you something comes out that's a great great thing about being an, a, an economist but but realistically even if half of our decision making got moved to to locally here that's you know that's the student coming out of jcu that doesn't have to leave because there's an opportunity for them it's the um you know the professional that, that's that's living down in these these rabbit warrens these cities you know we talked with clayton and we talked to everyone about the lifestyle and everything up here so you know the opportunities for them to move up to here and and have this great lifestyle but but also get a very good paying job if you like and god forbid we could start exporting some of that knowledge back to those places when they wanted a an architect to design their house yeah wouldn't it be fantastic um and but i think it's it's bigger than that ross mm. i think it it starts really with the opportunities you know if we've got these sort of opportunities running through the economy it means that kids can have confidence to stay in the region that they see a good future for our region and it means that we can stop this sort of brain drain that we saw pre-COVID and we can make sure that, that there's businesses at the other end of a university degree in North Queensland so kids have got confidence in being in North Queensland they can go to JCU they can go to CQU they'll have confidence at the other end that there's a good job job opportunity and that in itself is a fantastic outcome too yeah and I, and I know like we, we we've just done a podcast with uh, Natasha as uh, Butler as well she was the talker before you uh, at uh, a chamber on tap and she talked about the uh, the six things you go through to purchase and you know the first thing you uh, identify when you're going to purchase something is the problem and once you know the problem then you start doing your research and you start working out you know where you're going to buy this so so really and truly this is once you listen to Natasha's uh, podcast first and we reiterate with this we're only up to level two and it's all about that that research stage so it's really about looking around and, and seeing who's already here I'd have to say we've we've got lawyers we've got accountants we've got economists but we're looking beyond them unfortunately it seems that way that we are and um, if there's a message for people that are running large organizations that there's great people to do good things locally and in my experience um, as an economist I've seen many research reports that have gone to southern based consultants whether mm -hmm. they be in in Sydney or Melbourne and they try and do a report on North Queensland you put into your presentation I don't even know if you remember saying this but you said if it's about Townsville it should be done in Townsville I, I really really like that um, well, that comes back to what I was trying to say before, we, where we're investing in big building projects, uh, we're investing in um, a lot of regional planning, um, we're investing, trying to develop and grow our city, but then we go and get people from outside our city and we spend our money outside our city. Mm. So if we wanted to grow our city and be serious about it, or grow the region, or grow northern Australia, uh, whatever the case may be, then we've got to be doing that locally. And, and, we're, and we're definitely not saying those businesses can't move to Townsville and, and create competition and bring expertise here, are we? we, we we're saying we've got to have a presence here. That's what it's all about. Well, what we're talking about with going local is making sure the money stays in the economy. Yeah. So when you're spending money on... Um, something, whether it's professional services in this case, or whether it's other services like health, that the people that you're buying their services from, that they're buying their supplies and their services locally as well. And that's how we get money running through the economy. And that's how we get the economy to grow. So we're not, I don't think anybody's anti-competition. Mm. I think what we're saying is that if you're serious about growing the economy, then spend the money locally. Whether that's with a business that's here locally, whether that's with a new business that establishes locally, whether that's with a business that operates somewhere else and they set up an office locally, mm -hmm. 
I think all of those things are fantastic outcomes for our city. Yeah, because because people are living here, they're playing here, and they're, 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 the multiplier effect of the spend is what what the critical component about going local is. That's right, and it keeps the money locally, and it keeps uh, keeps jobs throughout the supply chain local, and that's very important. And I guess the the other thing that really picked up on on your messaging here was, you know, these are are very sometimes subtle and small decisions that you know mum and dad businesses are making. This is not just the high end of town. This is everyone has to reconsider and think about how and where they're spending their money because, well, 10 times out of 10, they're relying on someone local to spend with them. <laughs> but then uh, when it comes to the purchasing decision, there's that, that conscious decision. And look, it's probably not someone's fault. It might be the way that's always been done. It's the way their franchise is set up. It's the way that the business has done it before. So it's just about stopping and, and thinking about that really, isn't it? Well, we said right at the start, Ross, that not everything can be done locally. Mm. So there are some things that we just can't do in Townsville. Mm. Um, and that's perfectly fine. And the economy works through trade. We sell things outside our region that we hope other people will buy. So the economy relies on on imports and exports. But when it comes back to your own decisions, um, I think it's really good to just consider um, a case that, well, we do engage, you know, for example, a lawyer down in Brisbane to do whatever we do for us. But why don't they have an outpost in Townsville? Why aren't they employing people in Townsville? Why don't they have a lawyer or two that we can still use their firm services, but be engaging them locally? And I think that that's that's a missing piece of our puzzle. And I know we left your presentation and I dropped one of my colleagues home and he, and you know, he's got a big business here in Townsville. And he said, you know, Ross, I've never thought of this, but you know, our accounting's outsourced. There's no reason why those guys can't have a presence here, can't have an office here because they're they're flying up and seeing us and, and all the rest of it. You know, I'm going to ask that question in our next board meeting. And, you know, if I fail, I'll ask it again next year. And if I fail, I'll ask it again next year. And that's that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's just the conscious thought about, you know, if you want to sell something here in town to a local, then, then you know, the more you spend here, there's more chance of you selling something to them. That's right. Well, I guess there's the supply side. So if you want to, if you want to be a, a good business from outside our region selling locally, then you know, I'd encourage you to set up a presence here in Townsville, mm. um, but also on the on the demand side, that if if you're going about making these conscious decisions, particularly around you know what we've highlighted in professional services, knowledge based industries, and service based industries, certainly ask the question: Why aren't we doing these things locally? Is there someone locally that can do it? And it may even present a, an opportunity for someone to start a business to be providing services locally that would otherwise not be here. Because yeah. you might be surprised, the demand could be there. We we are quite a sizable city at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, and you do and you do hear it sometimes. Oh, we looked around, but we couldn't find anyone here, so we went somewhere else. Well, yeah, that's that's what we want to also encourage. Well, we've got to get back to that saying: if it's if it's about Townsville, it's got to be done here in Townsville. And and um, I think that's a probably a brilliant way to almost sign off but if there's anything else from you mate I'm happy for you to to put in a passing comment well I I guess I just finally I'd like to put in a bit of context when we spoke about our city being around that that 12,000 job mark and and it could be up to that 33,000 job mark Mm. um, I think it's it's good just to leave people with the idea that in context that's nine Adani's right in our CBD that we could have uh, if we really wanted to well I think that's a brilliant way to end it. And um, thanks very much, Jonathan. And um, thanks for tuning in to Townsville Chambercast. Thanks, Ross. And thanks all your listeners. We appreciate you tuning in to the Townsville Chambercast. Subscribe and follow to receive Chambercast updates for your morning commute every second Friday. Thanks for listening. And remember to think, support, celebrate and go local. This podcast is proudly funded by the Australian and Queensland governments through the Disaster Recovery Funding Arrangements. 
We would also like to thank our show partner, Adits, for making this podcast possible. Adits are your local IT provider with one purpose, to implement effective technology solutions which empower their customers to achieve their mission. You can find out more about how they can support you and your business over on their website, adits.com.au. A-D-I-T-S dot com dot au.